Hey, Pod Pals, it's Moms Meet World, where you'll find love, companionship, friendship. And if you're new, we're really glad you're here. And if you're not, if you've been here before and you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today, we have a very special guest, my friend, Lorene, and she is a homeschool expert. I have homeschooled, and this woman is far better at homeschooling than I am. We're going to talk about that <laughs> um, and a lot of other things. So grab your blanket, a cup of something, and and let's go. Um, hey, Lorene. Hey, how's it going? Good. <laughs> so glad you're here. Uh, you started homeschooling even before I did, a long time ago. I'm curious how you got started on that. Like, what was your motivation? Um, my motivation was I had a child that was um, already reading like chapter books at four and a half. <laughs> oh! So I was I was afraid that he might be bored in kindergarten. So I wasn't planning on homeschooling. I was just thinking I would keep him home for kindergarten. This is Jack. Yeah, this is okay. Jack. Okay. I thought I would keep him home for kindergarten and then I'd be able to get him into some sort of charter school where we live that had like more um things that were going you know, higher edu- not higher education, like but a little more advanced. Yeah, advanced for him. Right. So he wouldn't be right. bored. Right. And as I was going through his kindergarten years and we were doing different things. And I met a family that homeschooled and all their kids seemed very normal. Yes. (laughs) And so being the stereotype that they're all living in the Appalachian mountains and yeah. And just herding goats. And then sometimes they write on like a slate with a, or they just are um, (laughs) a lot of times people think of homeschool kids as they just stay home. They, they don't know how to communicate. They can't socialize. Right, they don't right, do anything like that. Right. They're just babysitting the 11th and 12th children. Yeah. All of this is so not the, right. the whole thing. Yeah. So so <laughs> her kids um, like played football at the high school, but they didn't go to the high school. So yeah. they were doing things. Yeah. And I thought, oh, you know, that's interesting. Maybe I could do that. Yeah. And, um, then we moved to another area and I thought that charter school was the one I was going to choose. And I went and toured it and... I just got a feeling like, no, this is not what you're supposed to do. Interesting. And I've I, never heard the stories, and we've been friends for years. This is really interesting. Okay. And so mm-hmm. I was really kind of upset about that because I didn't really want to homeschool. It wasn't mm-hmm. like my goal to homeschool my child. And I had another baby at the time, and he was two, and I, I just, I was nursing still. I didn't want to, you know, that wasn't my goal. And so I thought, well, I'll just figure something out for first grade, and then next year, I will have him in school and he'll be fine because he's not going to be behind or anything. And so I started and then I just felt, I just prayed and I was like, you, you need to homeschool. Mm. And I was, I kind of argued back like, no, mm. I don't think I need to homeschool. And mm. I guess that's my relationship sometimes with God is <laughs> mine too. I, <laughs> I don't think Solidarity. you understand. So yeah. <laughs> that's right. God, I don't think you, I know you understand the universe, but this, I, we got to talk. Right. (laughs) So anyways, I, um, I, I, there's lots of tears. I cried. I was so like, if I'm going to homeschool, what am I going to do? I didn't, I don't have a college education. I mean, I have some. Well, you do, but don't. Not a degree, degree. but you've gone to college. So I thought, how could I, I'm not a teacher, Mm -hmm. but actually, and so through all that, I found a program that was not a complete program, but it was like a four-year program. And it talked about going in circles, how we kind of go on this four-year journey every four years. And we, um, like seminary was part of it. Mm-hmm. They, at that time they taught like Book of Mormon one year and Bible and New Testament, and then Old Testament. So there was four years, right? It was a four-year. Is this thing. Well-Trained Mind? No, no, it wasn't Well-Trained Mind at the time. It's something else. It's and called, our listeners are going to want It's called know. Kindred Learning, but it's not. Oh, it doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, because mm-hmm. I looked it up before I came here. Sure. 
So, and it actually was great because it put in all the things that I use in my church, mm. like young women's medallions, scouting at the time, wow. like all those things were placed in four year. So Brilliant. You, and family home evening, everything was in there. Wow. So you could use it. Yeah. teach and you get everything in yeah. there. So you weren't like trying to like, Oh, we need to fit this in. Yeah. Oh, we need to fit this. Yeah. In. And I thought, well, this is brilliant. So wow. I want to do this. So that's how I started with yeah. Jack Yeah, and then Sam. And there was a lot of, um, one of the things she said, which I thought was yeah. interesting that I, yeah. I wrote down, um, that made sense to me was, yeah. um, the Lord's interaction with Israel in the old Testament, mm-hmm. they, um, he took them out in the desert, right? Mm-hmm. And he kept them out there. So they grew stronger and they began to be better prepared to what they were going to be facing at a certain mm-hmm. time. So when we have our children, you know, is it, I think she said wisdom and sheltering and protecting them while they're getting a foundation. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. we just kind of heard some things about this in our, in our yes. um, conference that we have in our church. Yes. Um, wisdom, found- let's get that wisdom, shelter, and, and protection. protection. Okay, I'm going to come back to that. Okay. Bit. While they're gaining mm-hmm. a foundation of true principles. Oh. Once they have this foundation, they can go out into the world with strength and confidence. Oh, that gives me chills. That gives so me chills. So when I read that, I just was, I did. I got chills and I was like, yes. Mm. Why would I send my little three-year-old, this is for me, or my to a daycare? Or why would I send my five-year-old to kindergarten yeah. when he doesn't have a foundation under him yet? Yeah. And he's going to be faced with things that he's never faced in my home. Yeah. People that let their kids watch different movies than my kids, or they use language that I don't use, or they talk to their spouse how I don't talk to my spouse, or or their parents let them talk to each other in a certain way. Mm. Oh my gosh. And so- It makes total sense when you look at it that way. Right. So in my Mm -hmm. mind, that's what I was like, it is wisdom and keeping them with me until I have- been able to yeah. give them a foundation to go yeah. into the world. To go into the world. I love this so much. It reminds me of when I met a homeschooling family that turned the corner for me. I'd been playing with the idea, first of all, can I just bow down? I never played with the idea when I was nursing a second child or even thinking about a second child, or you went on to have two more children after that. I didn't even think about it till I was. I thought I was done having children. I actually decided, we decided later to have one more, but I it couldn't, I'm just in awe. But anyway, but I, but I played with the idea during those years and I met um, a woman who had a, a family of homeschool children. And I remember just thinking when I met them, there's such a beautiful protection. That's the word you used. Mm-hmm. And there's beautiful wisdom, also a word that you used here. I can feel it in their home. Like there's this feeling of the world may be crazy, but we are not crazy. We are just, you know, maybe that you call it a bubble, but I want that bubble. I want a home where it's loving and peaceful and people walk in and say things like, I feel my blood pressure going down, which people have said to me. And I, I think that you want to keep that protection and that love because you're right. They're going to go out and face the world and it's, it could be completely cattywampus, but they're ready because right. they've got that wisdom Hopefully. that they learned from you. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> now that we've done it a while, we know that that doesn't always pan out, but better, maybe better prepared, or at least we felt called to that. And even no matter what, it still has, right. God has his reasons right. and God has his reasons for maybe saying to people, don't homeschool. So listeners don't feel like you need to homeschool just because right. you're listening to no. this podcast on phone school. Some people are called to different things and they're protected and given wisdom in different ways. Right. right? And some people mm. will say mm. to me, I could never do that. And I yeah. would say, I disagree with that because if, if you, I say it like, if you were going to run a marathon, if you decide to run a marathon, you have to start slowly 
and practice totally. and work into it and practice, but totally. you can run a marathon, yes. but it might take six months or it might take a year or make take three years yes. to run a marathon, but you've decided you want to do that. So if you decide that you need to homeschool or that you're going to homeschool, you can do it. It just yes. might take a while. And the first year might be horrible or the first two years or three years. Yes. But if you're laying a foundation of kindness and um, service and love and there's an intention of joy and love of learning, then every little step that you put into it is a step up. It's just like laying a path, a foundation. It's slow. You know, you're putting the rot, the, I don't know, the bricks in or the mortar or whatever. You're putting all that in there and you're, it's slowly solidifying. Gives me chills. That's beautiful. So, so beautiful. I don't think it's for everybody, (laughs) but at some point it might be. Right. And so maybe be open to that. One thing I think is kind of cool is that mix. So what I realized was I, I personally in the early years didn't want to do high school. I was happy to do middle school, but didn't want to do high school because partly I had met some of the best people I've ever met in high school and they influenced me for good. And I thought, wow, maybe I could send my kids out to high school and they could influence people for good. Maybe there's a sort of an element of of paying that back. Um, and that, that did happen. So whatever, I think it all comes down to that personal revelation, right? Right. Whatever you feel called to do, because, or maybe listener, you would like, you're very young and mothering and maybe you want to homeschool for, you know, the entire, the entirety of their growing up period, but maybe you're going to send those kids out, launching them into a work world or, um, the our college, and they're also going to influence people for good. Right. So whatever you personally feel called to do, we just, I think we both, Lorena, I both feel this way. Don't feel like you're being persuaded one way or the other. It just, this is just her experience and a little bit of mine, a lesser experience. And, and then, you know, do whatever you feel God wants you to do or your higher power, whatever that is. Well, and also mm-hmm. I think there've been many years, almost a lot, probably more than not, where I prayed to God and said, Get me out of I here. don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me out. Let me out. And I think it would be a good year for them to all go to school. <laughs> How about you, God? Do you feel that way too? And yeah. The answer was, you know what? No. Wow. And so, wow. and I didn't like, just like, wow. like I said, I didn't wow. say, oh, okay. I was yeah. like, I, you know, do you really understand like what's going on in my life? <laughs> Have you looked in our windows <laughs> lately? <laughs> I think that it might be. It's hard. Yeah. Good for them yeah. to go. Yeah. <laughs> we all, I think every mother is listening to this can relate. Even if you're not homeschooling, it's time for people to just go upstairs or go outside yeah. or go. So you figure yeah. that out, mm-hmm. but you do. Mm-hmm. I ha- it's not like I always was like, yes, I can, I can yeah. hardly wait. Yeah. It's going to be so great. Yeah. Yeah. But I did enjoy having my kids here. It's just yeah. that it is overwhelming and there are tears and there are fights for me. There, it can be yelling. It's not sure. like it's this little it's rainbows perfect. and yes. like we have yes and happy little no. Miss Romper Room. Here we are, right. and everyone's sitting there great. at attention and so. But ready. I'm a very strong personality, <clears throat> and I have sure. four strong personality kids. Yeah, so you're going to have those moments, of right. course. So then, how then? Would okay. So let me back up. I feel like I'm like a life coach, not a. I don't know if I could take the title homeschool mom. I feel like I'm more like a life coach. Like here's your curriculum for the year. Good luck. And I'll see you in June. And I'll just, I'll have lunch with you sometimes. We'll have lunch and we'll go, you know, we'll have field trips and we'll go shopping. We'll do stuff. But your academics, that's what you're, you know, you've signed up for this too. So go for it. I used to say, I put my um, 
some of my kids in a closet and then let them out. <laughs> they had a, another grade degree in that. But I, I mostly encouraged and let the curriculum do the talking. What I think is so cool, one of the things that I think is so cool about the way you've homeschooled is you, you are an active teacher. Like you really were teachings. I know math and science and, you know, giving them the curriculum, but also you had a structure to your day. Do you want to talk about the structure part at all? Well, I think <clears throat> sometimes there was structure and sometimes there wasn't. It just depended yeah. on the kid too. That's true. And how they learn. <clears throat> because that's one thing you find out as you homeschool is you find out how each kid learns and they all learn differently. This is true. And having said that, you're right. There are times when I had to definitely intervene. Right. Yeah. And, um, so like when they were younger, I had two kids or one kid really that needed like working on school for 15 minutes. And then he needed 45 minutes of playtime <laughs> up until he was like 12. I kind of love it that. It was too much. It was yeah. too much yeah. for his body because of some of his learning challenges. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I guess that's what we're doing then because mm-hmm. it worked. And, um, he didn't really start reading until he was about 12. Fascinating because but, again, with these learning issues, right? But once he did, mm-hmm. and I remember we were, we've been in lots of different like co-ops and different learn with other kids. And we were in the time in a school district co-op where it was all homeschool kids, but it was kind of run by the school district mm-hmm. and they always wanted to test him. And I said, no, you can't test him because I already know he doesn't read and mm-hmm. you're not going to tell him mm-hmm. you're, there's something wrong with your you. mother bear and you right. don't want to label him. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to do that because there is nothing mm-hmm. wrong with you. You will learn to read and we are working on it. I love that. And once he learned to read, he just flew. Oh. It just took him a while to get there. So um, mm-hmm. I pulled different curriculums. I found different things. I did use well-trained mind mm-hmm. um, for like, especially for some middle school classes and for some high school classes. And we use that too. Highly approved. I, I really liked it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I also do stuff like I did math with them with a teacher because I couldn't teach it, but I wanted to be in the class with them. So I did a lot of stuff as they got older, like sitting there with the teacher and me taking notes, talking about what we just heard, facilitating a conversation. And people will want to know names. So the name of that math guy that you love is Derek Owens. Derek Owens. O-W-E-N-S. Yes. And he's fantastic. And he's out of Atlanta, but he does from physics to trig and wow. to calculus. Yeah. And you can Google him. Yeah. You can Google yeah, him. Derek fantastic. Owens. He's great. And okay. I use well-trained mind. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I use like for high school right now, like there's a couple Yale open source classes sure. that I've used for history. And sure. so we listen, we take notes, we discuss together. Wow. Wow. And then we, I pick, I pick the, um, I pick the curriculum. Like right now I'm doing, uh, American history with Claire, but we're also doing American history fiction. So like we're doing, we just did young Goody Brown Hawthorne. We're just studying Hawthorne right now. Okay. So give me the name of this company. That does well, that's this. actually, it's Yale. Oh, it's Yale. still Yale. Okay. But I pick the okay. books. But you get to pick it. Yeah. Well, that's really I, no, cool. Well, I mean, I, we listen to the it. history. Yeah. We listen to their history. Yeah. But then I'm like, okay, we need to have some yeah. English that goes with this. I love that. So you can look on Walter and mine to see what she has for English. I love that. Like books. Yeah. But I just picked what, some that are my favorite because that was Oh, oh, you've just given me an idea for one that's still doing homeschool. I'm going to take a look at that. Very interesting. We did Calvert primarily for most of them, most of the time. And that was lovely. Right. Lovely. How did you find it. it? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I would say that it's not for everyone. So again, if you've got kids that you can just throw in a closet and come out with a master's degree, it's perfect. Right. But there, but we do have that one, your youngest that had some extra challenges. And I thought this is probably not ideal. I need something with a little more, um, feedback and 
I discovered, okay, I don't want to cry, but I did discover something fabulous. If you have a child, listen, dear listener, that struggles a little bit academically, Accelus, A-C-C-E-L-L-U-S, is phenomenal. This guy who started it as a scientist and an entrepreneur and inventor, and he developed a curriculum with a whole lot of really bright minds that it's a situation where you're you're watching okay so you're watching videos it's not super social you got to figure out that social piece on your right. own and it's not interactive in terms of i mean you're watching these videos but they're videos made by some of the best and brightest like if you're doing history you're the guy is standing in liberty hall or he's right there with the cannons he's right there you know geographically where this happened if it's american history i mean they go the extra 20 miles here and they make it fun and interesting i was sucked in and i know american history i was like let me watch this too this is so fun and interesting and he's funny and um then what the most important piece of it i think is when they don't, when they get it, great. They keep moving on. They take that test. They go on. When they don't get it, they figured out scientifically what is the pattern with people who don't get this. Why don't they get it? And then they respond, high technology, high five, to what it is you're not understanding. Then they redo it, redo the questions. They give you more time. They give you extra videos if you need it. But the questions are geared towards, oh, okay, and the teaching towards what you didn't get. Oh, that's awesome. And it's just constant feedback. Right. Yeah. And you have the opportunity to bring that grade up and up and up. So for people who like feedback, which maybe that's everyone, um, and who need a little extra love and, and help, right. it's brilliant. Right. I anyway. mean, I think that's I think that's part of homeschooling too is you for me, because I'm more active on hands-on, yeah, yeah, is yeah. there's constant feedback. Like I don't teach to a test and a lot of yeah. there's not a lot of testing I give when they're young. Yeah. Because I know if they know it. Yeah, you can tell. You know them well, so well. I ask them questions. Yeah. We're, we're reading. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're talking about all the materials so yeah. I can see, oh, they're not getting this. Yeah. Or I can ask them a question and, oh, they got it. Okay, so we can move on. I love that. So I teach to understanding and I teach to under- getting the content. I love that. So once we've got the content, then we Now we can on. move on because you already yeah. know. Yeah. Right. So do you have certain hours of the day where you try? I know it's flexibility and life is a bridge, but you try I, to sit I used down with to them. try... Yeah. Like when they were younger, like we would try it. We start in the morning after breakfast, but then there'd be playtime. So sometimes we'd go until five. Wow. Yeah. Cause things happen. Right. Right. I mean, like mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. in our church that we belong to, you right. might have a we're LDS where you have to <clears throat> run and yes. do something. Yeah. And I would be going, taking my kids with me, which was a challenge. And also kind of beautiful because they're learning about service. Right. So, so different kind of education. Yeah. So that's yeah. the other thing. It is true. Yeah. yeah. We did a lot yeah. of service together where yeah. here I am with my kids or yeah. even when I had kids in the band at the high school and they, yeah went to high school for just band and they took a language, but because, at the high school, yeah. But yeah. because they were in the high school and band, I was on the band boosters. And so we all went, the ones that weren't in band and we were in the band room and we were trying mm-hmm. on helping the kids try on their outfits for band. And then I love Claire it. was, Claire's my youngest and she was sitting in the corner. I think she was 11 or 12 and she was sewing buttons on the band uniforms. Isn't that beautiful? And the band kids would come in and like, why are your kids here? I'm like, because they're helping me. This is so beautiful. And listeners, this is, this is, she's, she's describing such a great example of the flexibility that homeschooling can offer. Lorena and I both did, um, ballroom dance. Well, we didn't, I actually wish <laughs> I could go back in time and do ballroom dance, but we did ballroom dance moms, uh, club and we drove our kids. And I don't think we could have ever done that if we hadn't been homeschooling, right? right I mean, no. there's no way that just gave us that flexibility because it was really far, like two hours, almost two hours away each way. But we had that flexibility. So right. service opportunities, sports, um, things that they want to do that they couldn't do otherwise really does. It's kind of beautiful that way. As we get ready to wind this up, what are your favorite things about having done homeschooling? And what would you say were the biggest challenges? 
Um, my favorite things are getting to know my kids, probably. Amen. Um, and know their personalities, know how they learn, and to see them. I remember walking by my son's room, the one that couldn't read until he was 12, and he was reading a book, and um, which I had had him try to read books, you know, and he was probably 13 or 14 at this point, and, he, and it was a harder book. And he was on his bed reading and I just walked by and he, he goes, Oh yeah. And then he started laughing. Like he got something <laughs> and I thought, I Oh my gosh, this is so great that he can. And you, and you were there to witness that moment. Right. Yes, I was. Yeah, it's like it's seeing a baby walk, right? Yeah. Amen. And so you get to see all these little milestones that it's are, beautiful. that make you feel like, Oh, my kid is learning and I'm part of that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, I think that is probably the best thing to me is to see them learn and yeah. to see them love learning Yeah, and excited. Like we did science experiments where we blew things up and we used a lot of, I like fire. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> and so I like <laughs> to see my kids excited about it. Too. Yeah. So yeah. that was fun. We used to do science Beautiful. Friday. You learn together. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And then the <clears throat> challenging thing is we have all have our personalities mm-hmm. and when they get to a pr- point where they decide they don't want to do what you want them to do. Yeah. That's challenging. Really and you want them to have an education. You want them to be educated. You want them to go to college for me anyways, mm-hmm. or whatever they want to do. They need to do something with their life. Right. So it could be college or it could be some other career, but they can't just sit around and you want to make sure that they are doing that. And so once you get into the high school years, you're just like, you guys, this is so important. You have to know this. You have to study. You take this you, seriously. You can't yeah. be messing yeah. around. Right. And that was when it was the most challenging because they want their there's so many distractions right. and there's independence and, right. they, and they don't believe you. <laughs> I know. You think they would, I mean, we birthed them. We took care of them. Wouldn't they trust us? But they, they don't always believe you. They don't always believe they don't you. Always Even believe they say, you. I do believe you. I don't think you do. Yeah. But, no, yeah. that can definitely be challenging. Would you say also one of the other blessings for me, well, there are two greatest blessings. One was it slowed time down because I had done non-homeschooling. I'd done traditional. And it did seem like we were always quite quite busy. Like there was this after school, there's this after school. And I didn't get to have as much time between school and all the things after school to just sit and visit with them. And it slowed time down when I could just, I mean, we could even take all our stuff and go on a vacation and work there and just visit and talk. Man, I love that part of it. The other thing I loved was I had no idea going into it, how beautiful it would be for their sibling relationships. And we only did, this is so embarrassing, but we only did two at a time. That's what I could do with, with our, we ended up having eight kids. So two at a time, it's a lot. So it was, but those two, whichever two homeschooled together, maybe there were three occasionally. I have to go back and look, but mostly it was two at a time. And the bond that that created between them has, I mean, they're all, I have to admit that all these kids are close. But it gave them that extra closeness that is, it was kind of magic. It was kind right. of magic. I think it does help them to have this communication um, between siblings that they might not have had yes. before. Because they don't have like, what grade are you in? For me, anyways. Yes. Because we are always at different. It's not really what grade you're in. It's doesn't just matter. We're studying. Yeah, which is lovely. And I like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think also they're able to communicate with adults better. Yeah. Because I always had them in. Uh, co-ops where it was like yeah. multi-generational, not, not generational, but dif- different ages. So you might be working as a five-year-old with a senior from high school. I love that. But yeah. there's no like, oh, yeah, you're learning together. It's all learning It's like a together. family. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. I, I agree with that. I mean, I think it can be hard, but I do think that 
you do slow things down. Although if you're like me, like there's piano and there's scouts and there's this. So there's always all these things that we're doing. And we did a lot of field trips and a lot of things like that, but, but we did them together and we could leave. My dad got really, really sick. We went to, to Utah for six weeks. Yeah. And we could do that. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. And we didn't get a lot of school done, actually. We sure. took all of our schoolwork. Another kind of school. But we were yeah. doing something else. And my yeah. kids actually said, we don't like this. I said, you know what? That's yeah. not the way yeah. life is. Sometimes yeah. you just have to serve and that's yeah. the way it goes. Yeah. And they'll remember that forever. I hope they do. No, that's know. a we'll beautiful thing to teach. So, And who knows if they remember mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to wait until they're much older. <laughs> I, I took a lot of pictures. <clears throat> oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So I took a lot of pictures. Yeah. So Good. Like we did this. Yeah, you can show them. <laughs> Remember? We did cover this. You owe us. <laughs> That's what I always feel like um, But uh, let's see, last thing. Let's close with this. How did this experience of homeschooling maybe strengthen your relationship with God? Oh, because I was always relying on them. Many, many times I would say, okay, you do this, I'll be right back. I got to go to the bathroom. And I was going upstairs to pray uh-huh. and cry. Yes. Because I just yes. was like, I am not doing, this is not working. They're not learning anything. They're not like, yes. they don't like me. They yes. don't want to be with me. Yes. And um, and they wouldn't even know you're up there crying. No. Yeah. And so then yeah. I would just like. Try to get, pull it up. together and go and back then, down. Okay, let's go do this now. And then I would pray, like I would, in my mind, the answer was do this. And I would do it. And then they would get mad at me or it didn't work. And I yeah. was like, yeah. I am doing exactly what you told me to do. Yes. <laughs> Why is it not working? Because yes. we have a free agency to yes. choose. But, yes. Um. Yes. I think, yeah, yes. definitely my, my relationship with God is very important and my relationship with the scriptures yes. and relying on answers to prayers. Yes, yes. I really believe in prayer. And I do too. He answers your prayers and not yeah. in the way that you think they should be answered sometimes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and you can argue with him. Yeah. I think yeah. God wants you to come to him no matter what, yeah. whether you're happy yeah. or sad or mad yeah. at him. Yeah. Yeah. Or you think he doesn't really understand. Yeah. Kind of like our kids. <laughs> yeah. He wants you to come to him. And so yeah. I believe mm-hmm. you go to him in any way you, you can. have. Yeah. You go to him and you say, I'm mad yeah. or I'm frustrated or I'm happy yeah. or thank you yeah. or gratitude. Yeah. All and he's long. like, good. Yeah. Come to me. Yeah. It's Let beautiful. me just give you some advice. Oh, it's so and beautiful. It. It's so beautiful. I think we should end there. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for those great words of wisdom, Lorraine. Uh, We'll have to have you back on again. You're just fantastic. Thank you so much. Goodbye, dear listeners. Have a great day.